are Locked On Predators, your daily podcast on the Nashville Predators. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Locked On Predators Podcast. Justin Bradford, Matt Best coming at you. <laughs> Live reaction right now as we're recording immediately yeah. following yeah. the end of the World Juniors gold medal game. Could have just said end of the world. <laughs> Into the world, into the world for Matt, and uh, what all of all of Canada up there? What Matt? What was the final score? Uh, one team scored more goals than the other. Other team didn't really score goals, so you know. How many more goals were there? A couple, I guess. Sure. <laughs> Two zero. Oh, was that the score? Two zero. Team USA shutting out Team Canada. I, hey, remember, folks, I didn't predict the USA to win. But then Nobody again, did. But then again, I can be pleasantly surprised and very ecstatic and happy to be wrong. Whereas Matt over there can be absolutely a grump to be to be wrong. <laughs> I don't like I I don't even know what that word means right now. <laughs> what wrong? Oh, I thought you said a rug. It was a like grump. Oh. Oh. A grump. Oh yeah, no. I, I mean, I mean, Canada kind of laid down like a rug. Ooh, good one. They kind of <laughs> did though. Um, <laughs> folks, don't make Twitter avatar bets either. Yeah, I had a great avatar. That's all American right now. On my shoulder, and then I made a bet with my buddy Kyle, and uh, my Twitter avatar is now Turcotte and Zagras. For how long? For a month. Um, why did you not just do a week? Because I thought Canada was going to win, dude. We almost bet to drink a beer out of a boot. So, what? How, what have you learned? Sometimes you lose bets. <laughs> Maybe you should just keep it to money. <laughs> I mean, I sent him money too. Okay. I need you to describe what in the entirety of your bet for this then. Okay. So before <laughs> the game, I started talking a lot of smack because I thought they were going to smack. Oh, you did? You thought they were going to lose too. You know what? And I gave then, a prediction. That's all I gave. Yeah. I gave emotional predictions because I'm a big dummy. Um, I bet my buddy a beer uh, and tacos the next time I see him, as well as changing my Twitter avatar to the game-winning goal pitcher. So if you go to at best of Matt, you get to see me be really happy there. My pitcher before was beautiful. Baby Yoda sitting on my shoulder. Uh-huh, yep, yep, go on. Uh, and I bet him 40 American dollars because that's a lot more money than 40 Canadian dollars. And funny money, uh, yeah. And we almost bet a shoey. And if you don't know what a shoey is, it's when you take your work boot and you pour a beer into it and you drink it out of your boot. You don't line it with anything. You just pour it into your boot. Really glad we didn't do that one. So uh, that would have been yeah. dumb. I mean, that's a bet. I would have done it. Would have been real sad about it. And I wouldn't have drank a tall boy out of it. But here we are. You're, st- you're still real sad right now. This is the most serious I've seen Matt be sad. <laughs> I'm not thrilled. He's not thrilled. So let's let's talk a little hockey about it, though. Oh, good. Spencer Knight, your thoughts? Phenomenal. Honestly, right? he, was, right? he stood on his head. <laughs> the only way you beat Spencer Knight, and it's been proven in the tournament, is either A, immense pressure on special teams, or lateral movement. You need to make Spencer Knight go left or right in order to score on him. Canada like went into panic mode after the end of, or halfway through the first period and just started hucking shots. You're not going to beat Knight on straight shots. He's a bigger goalie that stands in the net. He's a guy that you don't beat on straight shots because his positioning is also fantastic. You got to get those cross crease passes going. Even if they're not cross crease, you got to get the hash mark to hash mark or 
start taking blasts from the point and look for deflections. Um, what Canada did with their lines too, I truly don't understand why we didn't see a guy like Byfield step into the top six to start the second period. Instead, we were just waiting around. Quinn was getting more ice time with different people. It's like, no, 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 you take Quinn off and you give Byfield more time. Uh, after the first period, Byfield had only played seven shifts. The rest of the forwards were near the 12 mark. It just uh, made no sense to me. I, I don't know what's going on there. Um, I'm not going to say that it was a lack of skill as to why they lost. Oh, no, not at all. Say. Canada got out coached. That's the way it was. Uh, USA played their game. Yeah, USA was a task for Canada that they had not faced. And I mean, I was telling you the last podcast about the even strength uh, having given up a goal for Canada. <laughs> Team USA said, cluck that and just went right <laughs> at them. Like, it was unbelievable the pressure after the first like five minutes of the game where it was all Canada. Team USA went, yeah, we're here to play and we're just going to drive the net every other team was just in panic mode against canada and flinging shots on team usa was like we're gonna take it right to you and you saw what the second goal zagras he just levi had no idea where it was and he just tucked it from the side and put it in and uh, right then i sent my buddy kyle a message and said lol what's your paypal <sighs> and then as we look at this in terms of relating it to the predators what made well, me do a breakdown of the game <laughs> it's sad that i had to do the breakdown because i knew you'd be good at it Okay, that's nice of you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I'm not lying. I knew you'd be. I good thought it was. It. I thought it was like torture. No, it's not torture. I mean, a little bit of torture, but not not, not torture. <laughs> so then, only one predator then to relate this to one predator. No, oh, no, sorry, you got a predator one in the bronze. So Yusuf Parson and mm-hmm. Team Finland, and then obviously Philip Tomasino getting silver, but no predator winning gold. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, yes, love it, love it that my country won but didn't Honestly, see the natural predators prospects uh, get to the gold medal. But Yusuf Parsonen did score for team Finland in their victory against team Russia. Yeah. I, I don't have a lot of analysis right now. No, you know, I don't, I don't need analysis. I, I, we don't need analysis on here. It's I've, just looking at it there. Okay. Let, let's skip this to this. Then your thoughts on Askarov standing at the blue line, watching team Finland celebrate. I think that was in, a boss move incredible players like if you've never played sports before and you lose in the finals of something it's heartbreaking and you're pretty sad about it uh to go to the blue line and watch the other team celebrate i know it's only a bronze medal but uh it's a medal nonetheless it's a medal on the world stage and askarov's 18 he's gonna get another crack at this for sure but it's just like you don't think that's going to fuel him even more to just become a better goalie. And uh, folks, I assure you, he's heard all the, yeah, you need to keep the stick in your hand talk because that's the most obvious storyline mm-hmm. out of any Preds prospect that you need to take away is Askarov really, really good. Probably my second best Preds standout prospect from this tournament. I thought he was going to be number one. Um, needs to hold on to a stick. Number one goes to Tomasino. His game was incredible. I mean, even you look past the blowout games where he really got on the score sheet, he was just a big boy throwing it around with everyone else, and that's what you want to see. I mean, sure, he didn't really show up in the gold medal game. would have been nice, but uh, he was doing all the smart plays. He was forechecking harder than a lot of the Canadian forwards were doing. Uh, He was in there with an active stick around the net. It's all the small things that I like watching from Tomasino, not just, hey, can you go to the right spot and get a goal? It's like, hey, what are the intangibles like? He looked fast. And Team USA isn't slow whatsoever, but he was blowing by some of their D-men. Um, just wish I could have seen a bit more out of Tomasino in the finals, personally. All the but... small things. Great band. 
Love Blink-182. That makes me feel a little better. Um, I found out today that uh, my Apple ID name is based off of my favorite band back in 2008. So I am a theory of a dead man, <laughs> which is the most embarrassing thing ever. Oh, but boy. They, they have a few good songs. Today's been Dude. a day for Mr. Best. Today yeah. has oh, been that, a day. There's the PayPal email saying, hey, you just sent money because you've lost a bet, idiot. Is that really what it's PayPal trolling, huh? <laughs> Might as well be. Might as well be. Okay, up next, let's talk more about the natural predators in training camp. A lot of the players are missing from day one on the ice, present during day two, but still a few predators missing. So let's discuss that. Up next, Locked on Predators podcast. I'm Justin Bradford. He's Matt Best. If you want to have a bit of fun and forget about losing money to your friends, why don't you go to betonline.ag? You can bet on actual things with actual lines and settings instead of setting lines with your friend who ends up taking your money. You can bet on football. Wildcard weekend's coming up soon. Let's go Titans. For all you Titans fans out there, my team uh, actively tanked. So we'll just leave it at that. Uh, college football as well. Hockey's coming up. You want to head to bet online to place all of your bets. What you're going to do is go to betonline.ag to make your free account and you'll use promo code locked on for your 50% welcome bonus. That's promo code L O C K E D O N for your 50% welcome bonus. Bet there. Don't bet against me because I am not in the mood. And welcome back to Locked On Predators podcast. Justin Bradford, Matt Best, loser. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for it. Honestly, I was like, you've been kind of nice to me so far. And uh, there it is. Thank you. I needed that one. Uh-huh. That's just one of many. Well, Nashville Predators. <laughs> Nashville Pre- hey, this is what you get for getting a little too boastful before the game. They should have won! But they didn't. Yeah, I know. They lost. 2 nothing. It's kind of setting you, in thank now. You for, thank, thank you for sending out the score. You know, they didn't score I any owe, goals. I th- ooh, Is that what that means? No, no goals scored. They got, they got shut out. I hate that word. I owe a lot of people a couple beers, so I'm not too thrilled about that. But it's a lockdown. Shut out. Shut out. Shut out. Shut out. <laughs> I don't want to talk to you. <laughs> National Predators training camp. Players present today that were not present on first day. So, let's see. Mark Borvietsky out there on the ice. Alexander Carrier on the ice. Uh, Benning out there, so still no Duchesne, no Ekholm, no Grenlin, no Howla, no Cunning. It's that's two days now of high intense training at Natural Predators training camp when the season starts next week. I don't want to get concerned here or anything, and obviously I believe a couple of these guys, so Duchesne and Ekholm, I'm assuming are on quarantine for potential exposure. Totally understand this kind of season this is going to be. Glanlin dealing with immigration, Howla with baby, cunning the contract thing. So the one person right there that this team needs to figure out to get on the ice is Luke Cunning. Figure mm-hmm. out the contract deal. They got to figure him out. If other, if two of them are quarantined, the other two have personal issues that they're taking care of, in ter- and that includes immigration things like that. Totally understandable. Totally excused. They have to figure out Luke Cunning and get him acclimated to this team. Three of those four that are still missing. Played with this team last season. They're a little bit more familiar with the people on the team. Howler just had a baby. He'll be fine. He's an NHLer as well. Cunning is young. You need to get him acclimated so you can see where he's going to fit best in this lineup. That was my. That would be if there's one area of concern. That's the one right there because that's yeah. something that they control. Cunning's the only one I'm seriously concerned about in terms of missing 
just any form of training camp because like you said, Duchesne, Grandlin, Haller are all seasoned NHL vets. They've been through the ringer. This is, yeah, it's a different training camp and we've talked about it at like the longest expense, but it's not going to benefit them as much as it is for a guy like Cunning. The plus side of having Grandlin, Duchesne, and Cunning though miss training camp at the same time is they're likely all going to be on the same line is what we're thinking. And right. is, I think that's what the Predators <laughs> will do as well. So it's kind of like, okay. And I mean, people are overreacting and I know there's this big Nashville hatred for Matt Duchesne. And so Matt Duchesne's getting a lot of the hate out of everyone that's been missing, but it's just like, I I don't understand it. It's like, he's your number two center right now. And I know I've suggested that he could be a number three center, but there's no replacement for him right now. So folks, you're stuck with him as your number two center. He has the most talent out of everyone that could play number two center. And uh, he's going to slot in there to start the year. If I'm wrong, then I mean, that would be twice in one day. Please, please don't make any bets, man. I'm not making any more bets. I know we're done with that. I made my Boro bet and I just did my other bet that I don't want to speak of, but (laughs) <laughs> like, like to sum it all up before I just go on a tangent about Canada again, Cunning's a guy like 10 out of 10. They got to figure out before Grandlin and Duchesne and Halla. Like if Duchesne and Grandlin and Neckholm and Halla show up in two to three days, okay, fine, whatever. It's a pass. Yeah. We'll forget about it in a week from now. Uh, if Cunning doesn't show up, we're not going to forget about it if he doesn't get off to a hot start or an and, average start. And especially because they traded for they traded away their most tradable player because he had traded value in Nick Benito to bring in Luke Cunning. I think yeah. that's what is eating at people more. If it was just a free agent signing, yeah, they'd be concerned and frustrated, but nowhere near as much as because they decided to trade away someone that I'm going to say is a fan favorite, but everyone knew how serviceable Nick Benino was for this team, especially last season, mm-hmm. because he was the most tradable asset in regards to they weren't going to trade Romanio, so they weren't going to trade Ryan Ellis, they weren't going to trade Forsberg, Arvidsson, or Rene, or anybody like, or Saros, or anybody like that. In terms of actual tradable assets that they had, he was the one because of the need that most teams have for someone in Nick Benino's talent level. Therefore, yeah. you get rid of him and bring this guy in. He better be there at camp. And it's not obviously not hating on Luke Cunning or the Predators in general. It's both sides. Figure it out. Get him to camp because he needs to be playing in the scrimmage on Friday night. That's the yeah, thing this for me. Year- he needs to be in the scrimmage. This year isn't the year to have one of those RFA holdouts like William Nylander did with the Leafs till the very last second. And then you saw him take about a week to get like acclimated to things. That's not what this Preds team needs. This Preds team needs all hands on deck from day one. Because if we're being completely serious, they're a team that's fighting for that last playoff spot in the division. This isn't a team that has all that front end talent that they can go, yeah, we'll slot him in when we can. Until then, we have a third liner that can play the second line. It's like, no, no, no. You Like you said, you traded Benino to get Cunning in here. And uh, you need to give him his ice time or someone's going to take it up. And then Cunning's going to get forgot about. Get forgot get forgot about no you make a really good point and so moving on mark borvietsky spoke with the media today and i i asked him just what his feelings were like finally getting out there obviously these guys have been playing not playing but practicing together in small groups on the ice but finally getting out there with the team and he told me he's like this is the most excited i've been about hockey in a very long time it's he was beaming you could tell from under the under the mask he was beaming Um, like he's a happy dude and he was making the best out of it in ottawa and if you've ever been to ottawa before it's nice to go for like a week or so but it's not like there's not a lot to do and uh folks winters in ottawa are freezing they're not cold they're freezing that's like a whole other level of canadian winter unless you go more north i won't get into that now i i'd be beaming too if i just got 
I left the Ottawa Senators and I'm going to a team that's contending for a playoff spot this year. And it doesn't hurt that Nashville is a hell of a city. Like all these things into one, I, I'm good for Boro. I'm happy for him. Really don't want him to play 43 games, but I'm happy for him. Yeah, and what the thing with me too is that he was even talking about how the competitors expect some extra responsibility from him in terms of they want him to be an every night guy, and he likes that. And obviously, they're already pairing him with with Benning, so mm-hmm. it just makes sense. Like it's our the defense is coming together how we expect it to come together. So yeah. I, I, I'm confident in the bet. Granted, there wasn't anything against me in this bet. It was more of a self bet for you. Yeah, I didn't make you like there's no jersey for you to buy. It's just me. Because where, when am I going to wear a jersey? <laughs> when you're recording. Okay. <laughs> I thought you froze for a second, genuinely. <laughs> but, but I really am confident in that number that we're looking at, barring any injuries. Because yeah. of the role that the Predators expect out of him. So unless for some reason it's just god-awful, the role is there for him to be expected to play in that third period as well as on the penalty kill. That's one of the big things, too, is they want him on the PK big time as well. So they're not the going to put with, Dante Fabro on the PK. Here's the thing with Borrow on the PK. A little slow. Not the greatest at clearing the puck out. But he does one thing that a lot of NHLers are terrified to do unless it's the Stanley Cup playoffs. Stand in front of a slap shot. Yep. That guy is fearless. He will like dive across the ice to get in front of a slap shot because he understands that if he doesn't do this, his value to being in the lineup is almost none. And that's not to dump on Borrow. Like he's made a career right. by doing what he does. And that career, yeah, is a fringe third pairing defenseman. But if this guy can come out and just block every shot, then yeah, my bet's probably in trouble with you. But it's just, he got to, not only does he have to block the shot, he needs to get up off his butt and clear the puck out. And it's going to be interesting to watch him and Benning together because neither one of them are really great at the breakout. So it'll be interesting to see if they're hemmed in their own end. They need to go on an offensive rush. Nine times out of 10, it's going to feel like a quick little pass near their own zone. There won't be any stretch passes. Uh, You might see a few icings here and there, but I mean, it's the third pairing. I'm not expecting Norris caliber play out of these guys. It's just Borrow has to really prove, not prove his worth, but just prove to to the Predators why they picked him up and just do all the things they expect of him. And I know it sounds like, yeah, you're just regurgitating here, but it's he has to do those things or his spot in the lineup's not safe. Okay. I think you made a very good point. So in terms of betting, because I know we, I've been bagging on you betting a lot, but there's other ways that people can make good, smart bets and be responsible with their bets and not, you know, drink beer out of a boot. I didn't do it. My beer's <laughs> I, I in a can right now. It's a nice... <laughs> But betting on the NHL doesn't have to be a guessing game. If you listen to the new Locked on Bets podcast hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling, get daily picks and quick hitting advice to make the smartest possible wager. Subscribe to Locked on Bets podcast brought to you by betonline.ag wherever you get podcasts. And hey, Matt, people should subscribe to us too, right? Absolutely. Go on to iTunes or Apple Podcasts or Stitcher or Spotify. Push that little five-star button there. Leave us a nice little review. Download the podcast and uh, push that subscribe button. Please and thank you. Okay, up next, let's discuss the matchups we're looking forward to most out of the Central Division here. What team are we excited to see the Predators play the most? And I'm assuming it's probably going to be a team that's not typically in the Central Division to see some excitement. There is some uniqueness there. But I want to see what Matt's opinion is in this. That's up next. Locked on Predators podcast. I'm Justin Bradford. He's Matt Best.
If you're like me and you kept keep betting things, uh, you're going to lose a lot of money really quickly. And uh, if your vehicle starts breaking down, you're going to have to start picking up some parts for it real quick. Maybe you start ending betting car parts. Where should you go for your car parts, though? That's rockauto.com. There's no more giving them a call. There's no more, I mean, right now going into stores. But how easy is it, folks, to just get on your computer, go, well, I need a new car part for my pickup truck. I need new running boards. You go to rockauto.com. You can find your make, your model so easily. There's no messing around. It just tells you flat out what it is. So you go into your driveway or your garage. You see the brand. You're making your model of your truck or your vehicle. You go onto the website. It's so easy. It's just click little plus symbols and everything drops down for you. And then maybe you're going to find something you didn't know you needed in your truck. You can get new carpet if you spill something in there. There's a lot of stuff you can get on there, folks. So what you're going to do, you're going to go to rockauto.com. They have the best prices, better than the dealerships. And then when you make a purchase, you're going to write locked on in there. How did you hear about us box so that they know we sent you? Welcome back to the Locked On Predators podcast. Justin Bradford, Matt Best coming to you. And this week, right now, it's a Locked On NHL podcast is helping you get ready for the start of the regular season with Sarah and Locked On NHL season preview series. So previews of every single team in the NHL, all 31 teams, division by division, and who to pick up and drop in your fantasy leagues, courtesy of Locked On fantasy hockey host, Scott Cullen. Make sure you subscribe to Locked On NHL wherever you get your podcast. Okay, looking at the Central Division, and I mean, we've been – tearing down camp is only two days on ice for it but let's look ahead to the central division and who we're excited to see the predators play the most and i'm assuming it's going to be someone or some team that is not typically in the central division and getting to see these teams all that often but they're going to see each other a lot this season matt which team are you excited to see the most this season so there's two i really can't wait to watch them play the detroit red wings because uh, you got to win every single one of those games. There's right. almost no excuse. Like, sure, if you lay up a dud and let's say your goalie, whoever's starting that night, is just not on his game, gives up two or three early and you lose that one, sure, just don't let that happen again. As far as I'm concerned, every team in the NHL should look at Detroit as an easy win, and it's a good thing Detroit only has to play within their division, and it's a good thing the Central Division, the Nashville Predators Predators are in it with Detroit. I mean, the other layup teams this year are going to be Anaheim as well, so the West is going to feast on them. The other team that I'm really excited to watch the Preds play are the Tampa Bay Lightning. That's going to be such a true test as to if they're good enough to contend with the big boys in the NHL. Because, I mean, you look at the rest of the division. Carolina's good. I can see that being an even series. Chicago could sneak a couple away. Nashville should win a majority of those. Columbus is tricky. That's another 50-50 one. Dallas is good. I see most of the games going towards Dallas. Florida, more 50-50s. But Tampa is like the big beast in all of the NHL. And it's kind of unfortunate that uh, Chicago and Detroit are in there with Tampa. They're going to have a real bad time. But for Tampa, I mean... I don't see anybody else in the record at the end of the year, but I'd love to see Nashville steal a game or two away from them. I'm not looking for Nashville to go out and win the season series against them. If you think that's going to happen, go place a bet on betonline.ag thinking the Preds are going to win first in the division because that's basically what you're saying there. Uh, it's just going to be a good litmus test. I'm excited. The quality of competition will be high in games other than Chicago and Detroit. Who are you looking forward to? The Carolina Hurricanes, just because of the talent on that team and the fun that that team has. And I obviously have plenty of mm-hmm. friends that cheer for the Hurricanes, and, and, and I know their PA announcer and interacting with Sarah Sivian as well. 
Uh, cause she's fun to follow on Twitter for her reactions, her very upfront reactions that with no filter, I love that on it. But I mean, Sebastian yeah. Ajo and, and Sveshnikov, I just, I love seeing those two guys play hockey and now we get to see them play hockey more for the reason that they're playing the team we cover. Because before it's twice a year. Yeah, that was it. So I'm I'm excited Spechnikov to see Dynamite. Carolina. Yeah, I, I, I'm excited yeah, to Spechnikov see those is, guys. Yeah, he's fun. Yeah, I, I we're gonna look at that team. The, I think that's going to be the most fun matchup because yes. I think the teams evenly match up well. The decor on both sides are good. Uh, Carolina has more offensive studs. I'll give them that, mm-hmm. but I don't think they're as deep as the Predators. I think the Predators play a really good, like four lines of hockey. Um, the Carolina Hurricanes, though, but if they need a goal, Svechnikov's out there, and that guy's dangerous. Not to mention Aho. I mean, I honestly think Svech is a little better than Aho now, just because I also really do enjoy pure goal scorers. But my goodness, that kid's a magician. Yeah, those are the, that's the team for me. Yeah, Tampa, but they're also going to be missing one of their star players as well. In Tampa. Yeah, but they're still real so, what, good. Right, but I'm saying excited to see the matchup, not because of other reasons. I'm excited to see the matchup because of the player caliber of quality that we get to see. Mm-hmm. And so that's the disappointment there. The Detroit, pff, I, <laughs> I'm not excited to see I, that. Like, Detroit's just getting a look at players that they might acquire or right. they might like. Yeah, more than more than anything else. Now, if anything, the, the my number two would probably be Columbus because of Seth Jones and being able to see him there and yeah. potentially Pierre Luc Dubois if he's still in Columbus <laughs> at the time that yeah. they played. Each I other. mean, that'd be my number two. I believe Columbus will be a lot of fun too because they compete with uh, the Predators for one of the best D pairings in hockey. I do think Zach Wierenski and Seth Jones are the best defensive pairing in hockey. It's not close to be honest those two on the ice at the same time not only did they bring offense but they both play a really good two-way game i mean jones can hammer the puck with the best of them Wierenski's really just mobile on his skates uh big fan of that then you drop to the second d pairing for them they have savard there columbus mobile. is going to be tough it's just it's just going to be if corpusello and elvis can really just continue how they were playing last year because i mean elvis came out of nowhere and stole a bunch of games for him and then was a hero for a while. And then Corpus Allo came back and was like, no, nope, I'm the goalie. They have a beautiful 1A, 1B situation here. But it's just a matter of can it be a consistent 1A, 1B situation. Mobile. Mo- mobile? Mobile? What do you say? Mo- you said mobile. This is another Canadian-American thing because you have T-Mobile, right? Yes. It, yeah, oh, it absolutely is. Would, I'm, I'm totally bagging on you so much tonight. We would, <laughs> we would call it T-Mobile. Would you really? Yeah. Genuinely, like if we if no one has ever said and it wasn't established that it was T-Mobile, it'd be T-Mobile. Oh, dear God. Okay, so on Columbus also seeing what Max Domi does with with Columbus. This feels like a I'm just curious. It's more curious. It's not I, I'm more just the curiosity of things like that. Yeah. Else. I, what do you see Domi as projecting long term? I think he's a fringe second liner. Oh, I think he's a solid middle six guy. Yeah, and just you're expected him to just bang around the boards, be a pest, and chip in on a regular season 15 to 20. Like that's what I expect. And that and that's that, that's totally fine today's NHL. I mean, that's I mean, look you at Craig Smith. Like that. Yeah, look at Craig Smith, who typically you can count on him for 20 goals a season throughout his entire career. There's two seasons where he didn't, and one was a bad season, another one I think there was what an injury that occurred and that's it other than that it's been 20 goals so that's why a lot of predators fans were pretty sad to see him go because there's that guarantee of 20 goals for him 
that's fine. Consistency is great. You don't have to be a superstar. Just do your job. Max Domi, I think, can be that guy, but I'm curious because he plays a little bit edgy at times. Um, and that's the – I mean, I think he's going to fit well into the system that John Tortorella has. He has torts now too, which is yeah. a huge – I think that's Torts is a no BS kind of guy, and I think right. if you're a hockey fan, you know that for sure. Um, I'd love to see Domi play with Felino. Because Felino oh, is just a – bigger Domi right like right Felino has that hard shot Domi has a decent shot but they both love to throw their bodies around the only problem with that is like I look at their team I'm looking at it now who would I love to see on the right wing there it has to be Cam Atkinson because yeah I don't see them taking out Bjorkstrand out of the top six right and I don't see Atkinson falling out of the top six so Felino Domi Atkinson could cause some problems, but that to me seems like a could be a third line. It'll be one of the hardest to play against second lines. So it's just interesting to see what Torts does with this team. Absolutely. I, I mean, that's if anything for some of these e- typically Eastern Conference teams, I'm just ex- kind of excited to see a little bit of change of pace. Even if it's only one year, then we get something a little different. And that's the excitement part for me is to see some fresh faces and players and stars and other teams that typically in Nashville, we don't see but more than twice a year unless we're mm-hmm. able to watch other games or nationally televised games. Now we're going to get to see them way more, and it, sh- it should be pretty fun. That's what I'm looking forward to most more than anything else. Yes, even Detroit. I'm excited to see Dylan Larkin play. Anthony Mantha. Anthony Mantha. Hronick. They have a yeah. lot of kids that are going to be a lot of fun. I mean, Bertuzzi's yeah. fun to watch too. It's just after you go through those players, it's really a who am I watching now kind of thing. Like I flip over exactly. to the roster. Robbie Fabry, Bobby Ryan, Zadina I'm looking forward to as well. But then you look, it's like you got Luke Lendenning, Darren Helm, Nemistikov. Their defense, I mean, Mark Stahl shouldn't be a second-pair defenseman right now, but he's going to play that role. It's uh, It'll be interesting to watch what Detroit does. I'm really glad they're going to – they should – give a lot of time to guys like Hronik and Mantha and Larkin and Bertuzzi and just let them grow their game. Cause that's a team where if you have a young guy, he's going to play some minutes for you. It won't be a taxi squad oh, yeah. situation. If they had Tomasino, Tomasino would be second line. No doubt about it. All right. On the next episode, let's get into more fantasy hockey, especially now the camp is going. We see who's progressing in camps. We've been seeing Lamar on Twitter and who's progressing in camps. We have scrimmages coming up. So we're going to do plenty of fantasy hockey, especially related to the Predators and where you could possibly put a Predator in your fantasy hockey team, whether it's a very deep league or a not so deep league. We'll do that next time here on the Lockdown Predators podcast. Matt, any parting words from you, loser? Play better. Two nothing is not cool. Um, don't make stupid bets with your friends. Um, that's all I got. I don't know, man. You're like beating a dead horse here. The more, you know, I'm just sad. I, last night I went off on the pod singing. Oh, Canada. That was how I ended it. Now I'm going to go. That's good. I like that. I'm not gonna this will it. be the only time I'm going to bag on you for it just because it's fun. Yeah. I mean, I, hey, I mean, hey, I, hey. I, if you didn't do it, I would have done it to myself. So Canada wins enough other things when it comes to hockey, too. Yeah, but Not I Stanley mean, Cups, but they win thank <laughs> enough you. other things. Yeah, but you guys win like everything else. The Olympics, unless it's the Winter Olympics. It's all you. I mean, everything. I mean, we have not- the CFL. You have the NFL. What more can I say? Well, not much more. Yeah. (laughs) The best golfers in the world are all American and a few Euro guys. But I mean. Switching to golf. Okay. I have Mackenzie Hughes to look forward to. Woo.
It's just it's World Juniors. It's okay. It's okay. It's not okay. It's Score. okay. Get a goal. It's, it's oh, okay. All right. Next time, <laughs> we'll, we'll, can't wait to talk to you next time. He's at Best of Matt on Twitter at lo underscore predators on Twitter for the podcast, and I'm at Justin B Bradford. We'll talk to you next time. Mm-hmm.